welcome to I'm Jealous, hosted by me, Vicki Cato. This podcast tells the story of my journey to finding myself and starting my business. Hello, hello, it is me. I am back again. Ah, it's been a weird and hectic week. First of all, welcome. <laughs> Thank you for saying yes to this podcast. Thank you for joining me. I am Vicky Cato. This podcast is called I'm Jealous because I am very jealous. Um, I had a... Okay. <laughs> I'm going to try to give a little rundown of what I wanted to discuss today so that I'm not completely all over the place. So on today's episode, I just wanted to give a little bit of a rundown on what's going on inside my brain recently, and then also an update on the business, on Nikato, on the pants, um, just to let you guys know where things are at and where I'm hoping things are going to go. Uh, yeah. So... My best friend Janelle is in Winnipeg right now. I'm not sure if I already mentioned that before. Um, She's in Winnipeg right now. Her sister was diagnosed with breast cancer this year, and um, Janelle wanted to be there to help out with the kids and with treatment and all of that stuff um, because her brother-in-law works um, outside of the home quite a bit. And so anyways, I say all this to say my best friend Janelle is in Winnipeg, and she's not... I can't just pick up the phone and call her all the time because she is super busy, basically like living a mom life and, you know, taking kids to practice and checking homework and doing that kind of thing. And then also on top of that, you know, helping her sister get through cancer, kick cancer's ass because she's going to kick cancer's ass. Um, But so, yeah, I don't really have that person to reach out to when I need to talk. Um, And obviously she's there and she wants to be there. And I, you know, we text and it's, you know, we try to schedule time to, you know, be together and have our friend time. But at the same time, I mean, obviously there's higher priorities right now and I totally get that. Um, But yeah, sometimes you just want to like gab a little bit and I am not able to do that with her right now. And so today, this morning, I just walked back and I was just like, oh my God, I just want to like chat and I don't really have anyone to like chat to. Like I have, you know, some friends from work that I am friendly with and we do chat when we're at work and we have like great conversations, but not so much outside of work, especially like phone calls. Like I remember like me and Janelle's friendship is pretty new still. Um, We met in the CPA program and for the longest time we always used to like hang out and then also text. So it was like primarily texting. When are we getting together? We would meet up, we would chat for hours, like be the last ones at the bar and just have like such a great time. But to actually call someone and like talk on the phone the way that you would have like in high school we did not really start doing that until you know even during the beginning of the pandemic we didn't really talk that much on the phone it wasn't until she went to Winnipeg this year that we started like setting things up to like talk on the phone have phone dates and stuff like that um but it's a weird thing because for me 
you know, I am a millennial and I don't really appreciate it when people call me. (laughs) I mean, aside from my husband and even when he calls me, I'm very annoyed. Like, what the fuck? Why are you calling me? This could have been a text message. I'll see you when I get home and we can talk when I see you in real life. Like, why are you calling me? And then my mom, because of like, and my mom is actually getting really good with text messaging too. So we text a lot more than we talk nowadays as well. Um, and then my siblings, we have like a family text and we're, you know, all in this group text together, which is great. So we do text a lot. And then my brother, he's probably one of the only people that I talk on the phone to very regularly. And just like about like life and like how things are going. He's probably the only person I talk to regularly on the phone. Um, But yeah, his work schedule is like all over the place. He's working like 12 hour shifts right now. So for me to call him when I'm like, is he sleeping? Is he awake? Is he working out? Like it's hard for me to always remember his schedule. And then I feel guilty when I wake him up because he has do not disturb on. But then if I call, I think he has me as one of the people who can get through. So then he'll pick up and then I'll feel guilty. And it'll just be a shitty situation for both of us because he's like... You woke me up out of a perfectly good sleep. And then I'm like, oh my God, I don't even have anything to say. I just wanted to chat. <laughs> so I don't know. It's just, I was just thinking about how it's kind of, I don't know. I don't want to say it's sad, but it's kind of sad, I guess. And a little bit disappointing that I don't have a friend right now that I can like call and we can gab and just like, you know, shoot the shit because that's all I really want to do right now is like there's stuff going on in the business and like, you know, with my marriage and with work and with my mom and, you know, there's just a lot of stuff going on and with me. I mean, there's that, like I like to say it's all about all these other things, but I mean, just with me too, there's some things that I would like to talk to a friend about and yeah I don't really have that right now and that's really kind of shitty and I realized that I am using my podcast for a lot of the gabbing and a lot of the talking that I need to get out there which is a little like bizarre I guess I don't know maybe it probably is bizarre, but I'm, it's what I need. I'm not like a huge, I'm not just going to call someone that I don't already have that relationship with and kind of force it. Do you know what I mean? Because it's a little jarring to get a phone call from a friend that you don't normally talk to on the phone. It's like, what is happening? And I don't want to do that to someone else and just to like chat It's one thing to like schedule, okay, girl, we're going to get together for drinks. And then that's when you talk versus like, no, I just want to talk to you on the phone. I don't know. It's so weird. And then I have my oldest, dearest friend, um, Kavri, who is in Toronto, who I know, like she's one of those people where if I were to call her now, we would talk and it would be like old times. Like it would be like no time has passed at all. And she would just like, it would just be a good chat. And I know that it would. I just also feel like it would be a little bit like, 
hey, surprise, I just want to talk to you just now. And that's it. Just like pop in and pop out. And we've done it before where it's like we don't talk for a year and then just, hey, we'll have a chat and then that's it. But it would be nice if I had something a little different where it was more like a regular thing where I felt like I had a good established relationship with someone that I could talk to regularly. I feel like basically what I'm saying is I'm lonely. And yeah, I think that's where this is all going and coming from. But whatever. Um, (laughs) I think this like facepalm emoji. I'm so embarrassed. But at the same time, I just had to get that out because that is how I'm feeling. That is what I'm struggling with right now is wanting a fucking friend, like a telephone friend, not uh, I have friends. I have friends that I hang out with and that I like do shit with. I just don't have like a telephone friend right now. And that's what I need. So I don't know how I'm going to find this telephone friend or if I'm going to get a telephone friend or if I'm just going to continue to use my podcast as an outlet to, you know, talk to my phone friends, which is you because you are listening to this podcast. Um, Anyways, the other thing that I wanted to talk about a little bit is um, the business and how things are going with that. It's been a good week. Actually, it's been a super great week. I'm not going to take anything away from that. A couple of weeks ago, I put it out into the universe that I wasn't sure what to do in terms of my business, and I really needed some like clarity, direction, coaching, and I actually wrote it down that like, okay, you know, I need to find a business coach. And I talked to you guys about it as well, where it's like, hey, I, I'm going to look into this business coaching thing. And so I had, um, it's like an, it's kind of like an event. It's like a virtual get together for women entrepreneurs. And it's led by, um, Candace, who I'm sure I've mentioned before of buttercream clothing. Um, she's a very successful entrepreneur in the clothing space and she is so smart and so open and she, puts all of this stuff together um, to just provide an opportunity for um, other small business owners to come together and kind of like we gripe a little bit and just like talk about what's going on and ask questions and she tells us kind of what's working in her business so that we can kind of like piggyback off of that. Um, She's so amazing. She's the type to just like give away all of her knowledge and yeah, I just, I love it. Um, So she had a similar event earlier on in the summer, which I went to, really enjoyed. And then about two months ago, I emailed her and I was like, hey, I just wanted to say again, thank you so much for that you know, event that you hosted. It was so great. I learned so much and like, I can't wait for the next one. And she's like, oh yeah, we should do another one before, you know, everything gets rolling with like the kids and school and stuff like that, like towards the end of the summer, um, we should plan something. And I was like, oh, that's great. And so she did. And so we actually just had it um, this past week and got together with just a small group of ladies. And she did that purposely. She was like, I only wanted to extend the invite to a few women so that we would all have a chance to talk and really get to, you know, know each other and hear each other's stories. And I was just it was perfect. I mean, whenever I go to these things that are hosted by Candace, she's just so good at making sure that everyone is involved and 
saying something, but not in a way that's like pushy or fake. It's just like very like sisterly, you know what I mean? So we had that event and in the event she was like, you know, everybody tell me kind of like what you're struggling with, kind of what you're looking for. And so when it was my turn to share, I said, you know, I really need a business coach. I need someone to kind of, you know, help me direct, like, what am I supposed to be doing next? What is most important? What should I be focusing on? Is this a good deal? Is this a bad deal? Was that shitty mistake that shitty? Because I feel like it really, like that type of thing. I just need someone to kind of give me their knowledge and experience in getting this business from where it's at now which is like very pre-launch I don't even know what comes before that um to launched to launched you know selling marketing creating a company I was like I need that I need someone to help me with that and I put that out there thinking that they were going to be like oh I've worked with this coach and I know this person blah 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 And Candace is like, well, I've coached people before. And she's like, you know, I would love to coach you. And she's like, you know, I, and right before that, she had said how she doesn't really have a lot of work-life balance and she's got a lot of balls in the air. And so I was like, well, I don't want to put more pressure or stress on you. And she's like, honestly, Vicky, this is the kind of thing that I love is like helping women and coaching and being able to like problem solve with people. So she's like, this to me is the fun stuff. So don't worry about, you know, you taking up my time. She's like, I'm happy to do it, which made me feel really good. Um, Yeah. So it just was like answered prayers. Honestly, I was just so happy that she offered to do that for me. And she's someone who is in the same business as me, who is extremely successful. Um, and who is so open with her contacts, with the people that she knows exactly what she's done, how much things cost. That's the thing sometimes that I've noticed in business is some people want to help, but they're not willing to share the details of their own stories. Um, But Candace isn't like that. So as long as it's not something that's going to be detrimental to her business, she will tell you like, oh, I only spend $100 on influencer marketing. She'll tell you, oh, you know what? I don't spend any money on ads anymore. But in my first five years of business, I spent, you know, $45,000, whatever the dollar figure is. She'll actually tell you and she'll tell you, I'm working with this company right now. They've been okay, but I want to try to, you know, figure things out with them a little bit for first before I tell you, please go and talk to them. But she'll give you all the names. She'll give you the names. She'll give you the numbers. She'll give you the amounts. And so I think that's what made it so perfect because I need that. I need that level of detail and guidance in terms of getting me over um, this hump and towards the finish line. Um, I really need someone who is going to, I don't know, not tell me what to do, but just tell me their story so I know, okay, even I was telling her about with my samples how I'm really frustrated that it's taken so long and she's like, oh, you know what, honestly for me it takes me a year from beginning to end in terms of prototyping and sampling. So she's like, don't worry that it's taking a long time, there are going to be different iterations and you'll see things you don't like and the fit will be off and all of that stuff. She's like, don't don't be so upset about that because that is a pretty normal timeline. And I didn't know that. So 
just having someone who's been through this and who can give me like real life um, experiences, um, that to me I think is so important. So I'm very, very excited to start working with her. Um, we're going to start working together and doing coaching next week. Um, her rates are extremely reasonable too. And that's the other thing that I was a little bit um, shocked, not shocked by, but I was a little bit like, oh my God, this is too good to be true. Once she tells me the price, I'm going to have to like sell some organs in order to afford it. Um, but she's like, no, I just want to make this super reasonable for anyone to be able to do this coaching. So she's like, it's a hundred dollars a month and we could do this for three or four months, you know, as both of us can commit to it. Cause obviously she has things that she's working on too. And if after three months, she's like, you know what, there's too much on my plate, then she can obviously say, we need to just take a break or whatever. And then same for me, if I get to a point where I'm happy after a few months, then we can leave it there. Um, but I was just so happy when she told me the rate because I was thinking it was going to be probably $1,000 to work with a coach. That was like my my budget, I guess, for myself because normally people charge like $200 an hour. I was looking at one fashion entrepreneur coach and she has like group coaching that she offers and that was over $1,000. So I was thinking, okay, one-on-one coaching is going to be um way more expensive so but the fact that Candace is like no it's a hundred dollars a month we can have a phone call um, a one-hour phone call once a month or we can split it up or do it every two weeks just as things go we can figure it out and then emails and all that it was just like perfect and I though that's the other thing is that I wanted to pay money because I had the opportunity and I chatted about this before with um, AWE, they have like a free business advisor that you can meet with once a month um, for half an hour. But I wanted to have some, I wanted to buy into it. I wanted to have something where it's like, no, I'm on the hook. I'm accountable. I need to show up for these meetings. I need to be prepared. I need to have my questions ready and I need to be moving forward. I need to be making the most out of this relationship. And I think for me, having that piece where you pay into it is important. Um, so do you feel like I say important, weird, important, important? Yeah, it sounds a little bit weird. Anyways. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to make sure that I'm completely invested in this and that I'm going to show up and I'm going to be there and I'm going to get my shit done. So I'm very excited for this. Like I said, it's a hundred percent answered prayers. I don't want to say I manifested it, but yo, I probably manifested this. I wrote it down. I put it out there into the universe and wouldn't you know it, here comes my, you know, what is the, what is the female version of knight in shining armor? I guess girls can be knights too. She is my knight in shining armor and she is going to help me. I don't want to put too much pressure on her, but I feel it. I feel it. Just like with Jesse. When Jessie came back into my life and was able to provide me with the tech packs and her experience, it was amazing. It was friggin' fantastic. And that is like the same thing that I'm getting from Candace and Buttercream. I'm just so happy. <sighs> yeah. So a little bit of an update on the business. Um, I haven't met with um, Candace from Buttercream yet for our business coaching session. 
Um, but during the week, I have been texting with her just in regards to some questions that I had about getting my samples done because I'm kind of stuck at that place right now because my sample is not what I want it to be. My sample and pattern maker, she sent me um, another prototype. It didn't fit the way that I wanted it to. And because she is not located in the same city as I am, it's just been hard to kind of figure out how to move forward with making the fit adjustments. So I don't want to get into all of the nitty gritty. Of course, if you have any questions or you're curious, please feel free to email me at imjealouspodcast at gmail.com. But yeah, basically I've been stuck there because of these samples and I was just talking to Candace like, okay, what am I going to do now? And as soon as I sent the email, I had a feeling of what I wanted to do. And I think I was hoping that she was going to kind of validate my feelings so that I would be more, you know, courageous to just say, this is what I want to do and just move forward in that direction. Um, But she actually came back saying the opposite. So what I was thinking was that, you know, I'm going to have to just cut my losses with my pattern maker in Toronto. And I was going to have to just start fresh because working virtually as a newbie it just didn't feel like it was working for me um but Candace is like honestly if I was you I would probably just stick it out um and just see if there's any way that she can just provide you with what you need because you have already put in all the time and money and all of that stuff um and if she is easy to work with and she is taking your feedback well um and her workmanship seems like it's decent then she's like you should probably just stay but I like I don't I think this is probably one of my flaws is that once I have my mind made up about something I have it made up and so I was just like yeah I'm not doing that (laughs) I didn't tell her that I'm not doing that but I felt very like okay yes that's probably what I should do but I need to do this my way and I want to work with someone local I want to work with someone who I can see face to face who I can actually you know see things right away and I can show different things to in person I don't think it makes that big of a difference if you are you know very experienced in the industry and you've done this a million times before but for me being so new it's hard for me sometimes to explain what it is that I'm unhappy with or that I need and just being able to you know schedule a time to meet up with someone in person I feel like is going to be very helpful for me and it's going to help move things along a lot faster Um, and then of course there's also the whole shipping thing in terms of time and cost that I hadn't really given enough thought to I don't think but that is a pretty big deal and it's going to be a lot easier having someone local so it's still uh, TBD. I'm not 100% sure that I have someone local that I'm going to be able to work with. Um, hopefully by the next episode, I'll have an update on that. I'm kind of working through a couple of different things. Um, there was a pattern maker here in Calgary who kind of blew me off that Candace actually knows personally. She does her patterns and she was like, she's really great. Um, her like she charges really good rates and all of that stuff. So 
that's a possibility. And then also there's another possibility to work with someone who was more expensive, um, which is why I didn't work with her to begin with because I just couldn't afford it. Um, but now I'm kind of thinking it might be worth it to just pay the money and go through the whole process and have at the end of the day, just really great samples. Um, so I'm working through that right now by the next episode, I'll definitely have an update. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with that. But in the meantime, because I haven't been able to get any further ahead with that, it has been really discouraging because I feel like there are a lot of things with the business that I feel like I should be doing, but I'm not doing because I don't have a plan in place to get my actual product made. So that's been hard for me and it's been making me second guess myself and it's been making me feel really stupid just like what am I doing everyone's gonna think I'm a failure just all of those negative thoughts of course as usual are going through my head so I think that's also if I'm being honest that's also part of the reason why I have stalled a little bit is because those thoughts have been going through my head quite a bit more uh, recently. And then just being busy with work and then my mom is moving, my brother is moving. So we've been finalizing stuff for that. And that's been a huge, huge, like just time suck. Um, So yeah, it's hard at the end of the day to find time after all of that. But at the same time, I know, you know, people do it. People find time even while raising kids and working a full-time job. Like I don't have a child that I'm raising. So I do feel like I don't have any excuse as to why this is taking as long as it is. I just need to get focused. And I do have a new sense of focus now. Meeting with Candace and the other entrepreneurs um, at the small shop chat night um it did get me a lot more focused and I know now that the number one thing and I've said it before but I just don't think I was acting in alignment with that the number one thing is my product I need to figure that out above anything else and so that's where all of my effort is going to be directed for infinity I guess (laughs) so I'm figuring that out right now with the samples and then I just need to spend some time really working through what I can do in the meantime because I feel like when I don't because I'm not the person who is doing the making of the thing I can't you know come home from work and then you know start sewing some samples and making adjustments to the fit or anything like that that's kind of out of my control so then I start to get a little bit removed from the whole process and then I don't feel as connected to it and then it starts taking me more time and you know all of that stuff so I think I need to find other ways to be connected every day to this business and part of that is gonna come with me working with Candace. I feel like having a coach is gonna really help me with that but I do need to think about what I can do actively on a daily basis to move forward in my business. Even if I'm not doing the making of the thing, I need to find other things that I can do. And I know that I mentioned before how much I dislike social media. And 
I'm still wondering if there's a way that I can kind of make it something that I do enjoy doing so that I can actively, you know, build some sort of a customer base on social media or, you know, just meet customers even in real life. Like, I don't know. I'm just wondering if there might be something there that I'm kind of not seeing right now because that's the only real thing that I can think of that I could be working on aside from, you know, making the pants. Like, I've got the design done. You know, I'm figuring out the sample thing now. But what else can I do to move forward every day? Um, I, to me, is just sales and marketing. Like, that's the only thing really that I can think of is, like, building a community, building some sort of, like, you know excitement around the idea of this brand but it is difficult not having the actual um pants to show like I don't have anything to actually put out there Hmm. yeah I'll have to give that some more thought but definitely feeling a renewed sense of focus on the business and on specifically the pants I think I also was spending some time like brainstorming and kind of going through some of my old notebooks thinking like well maybe this isn't the right idea for me maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing but I think it is I think the problem is more so just me and my inability to follow through and this has been something that I've struggled with before and it's something that I always feel very ashamed of and I just need to keep going. I just need to get it done. Like that is the trick to me. I feel like that is a big thing is I just need to keep going. I need to not talk myself out of it. I need to not feel like this is something that I can't do. I need to just keep going and every day just figure out a way to keep going. But for some reason, I always, always don't finish and you know when you you know when there's something about you that you know is like not good but it's kind of like the default and it's like hard to shake that even knowing full well that it's like I don't want to be that person and I'm gonna do things differently this time but it's so easy to just fall into those old habits and those old patterns. And I just don't want to do that. And I'm so scared of doing that that sometimes I feel like that is also holding me back, right? Hmm. But for me, this podcast has been really helpful and instrumental because I do kind of always come back to this, always come back to the podcast and kind of force myself to talk about what is going on in the business. And so that's kind of been my accountability check, which has been really helpful. And so I'm going to keep going forward. I'm going to keep plowing ahead. Um, Yeah, I'm just going to keep going. 
I think that's about it. I'm going to have um, more to say, obviously, after I have my coaching session with Candice. And then also once I figure out what I'm going to do with my samples. Um, one of the photographers that I reached out to months ago when I thought that I was going to be up and running by now actually emailed me recently to just see what the status was of everything. So she emailed me yesterday and I haven't responded again because I feel ashamed about not being further along and, you know, kind of stalling. So I'm not sure what to say, you know. I don't know. I'm going to have to think about that. If I'm going to respond or just wait until I actually have my samples and then respond then. (sighs) But yeah, my microwave has been broken for like a week. I think it's been a week now. Um, We had a repair technician come out to fix it today and he is a small business owner. And so I was just kind of chatting with him a little bit about it. And he, I was like, how long have you been doing this? And he's like, I started this business three years ago. And he came by in the evening. And I was like, so you've been working all day? He's like, yeah, I've been working all day. And now I'm going to go home and I have to do all the invoicing. And I was like, well, how long is that going to take? He's like, probably like two or three hours. And I was like, oh my God. So you're going to be like working all day and night. And he's like, yeah, but I love it. He's like, I'm so happy to be working for myself and being able to like, decide what I want to do he's like I don't have to work at all like I don't have to work from nine to five like I can work whenever I want to and he's like that's what I like I get to decide what I want to do and I was like you know I am trying to start a business I've always wanted to start a business and he's like you know it's really hard but it's one of the best things you can do he's like I lost so much money in my first couple of years but he's like now I just I've learned so much and it's been good and he's like I wouldn't change it for anything and it was just kind of what I needed to hear and what I knew to be true but just hearing it from him today it it really solidified it that like this is something that I want to do and there's a reason why it's been that like thing in the back of my head for so long is because this is something that is going to provide me with the freedom and the happiness that I feel like I need. Um, Because yeah, work just isn't cutting it, you know, on its own. So yeah, I thought that was a really interesting conversation. I'm thinking about changing the podcast a little bit. I know I mean, if if you've listened to more than one episode of this podcast, you know that I'm all over the place. And I'm sorry for that. I really do apologize. Um, I'm trying to find something that feels right and fits. And I'm I'm not sure what it is. I hope that I know when I find it. I mean, as I've said, the business is so connected to me personally like my insides I don't know how to explain it but it's important to who I am that I own a business that I am a business owner that I have tried this entrepreneurship thing I feel like it's connected to my purpose and my path so yeah I can't just shut off one or the other so I talked before about wanting, I want to explore some of the reasons why I have some self-confidence issues and some like self-esteem issues and stuff like that. And I still do want to do all those things. Um, 
I think though that I need to be more focused on the business. So even though I am really fascinated by like girls on Instagram and like body positivity and stuff like that, you know, I can't do everything right now. And the thing that I really want to do is figure out this business thing because it's just been a dream of mine for so long and I just can't I can't put it off anymore just because I'm thinking about other things because I think about a lot of other things like I'm constantly thinking like oh well maybe I should try this or maybe I should try that but doing that has I feel like held me back from actually moving forward with like one idea I don't know if this is going to be the thing that I end up doing until I retire I don't know but I feel like I have to pick something and this is the one that resonates the most with me right now and that I feel like I can execute if I do it the right way so I want to continue with this. I'm going to continue with this. And I just want to have all of my focus be on this business. As I'm saying this, though. (laughs) Oh, geez. As I'm saying this, though, I'm thinking about the fact that I am going to a webinar tomorrow um, that's hosted by, I believe it's called The Financial Diet. I'm going to... I'm going to confirm that and I'll put it in the episode description. But yeah, I'm going to um, a webinar hosted by them. Um, I believe it's women only and it's all about um, personal finance and investing and saving and getting out of debt. Um, It seems to me like it's very millennial focused, like it's a kind of a younger crowd um, but yeah, I found it super helpful. I think I registered for their newsletters maybe like a year or so ago and they're really helpful. There's always like interesting little like nuggets and, you know, things to learn from people's experience in terms of personal finance. It's something that I spend a lot of my time thinking about. Um, I grew up poor. I have a lot of money issues, um, just in terms of like not feeling a lot of security sometimes regarding money. Um, So yeah, it's been something that I've actively worked towards is like getting out of debt, living a debt-free life and like saving and stuff like that. So anyways, they're putting on this webinar tomorrow and it's all about passive income sources. And passive income is one of those things that I've been really fascinated by for years. Um, I started listening to um a pot I forget his name I can see his face right now though and I've gone to some of his webinars as well he's really amazing super open and wonderful I'll try to find his information and put it in the description or email me like I said I respond to all emails so email me or um dm me on Instagram I haven't been on Instagram in a while but I I do go on like regularly so either way message me and I will get back to you. Um, Oh, his name is Pat Flynn. It just came to me. His name is Pat Flynn. Uh, Smart Passive Income, I believe is his website. Um, He also has a wonderful podcast. He's very famous in the podcasting circle. Um, 
And so, yeah, ever since I started listening to him, um, he talks about his passive income sources and how he was able to um, make money doing it. And it's always been something that I've been like, wow, if I could find something like that, that would be really great because not only are you helping people, but you're also able to do something else. So it's like, you don't have to take away from whatever it is that you're doing in terms of like your day job or your passion project. It's just something that's kind of on the side, but not like a side hustle because you don't have to constantly be putting in time and energy into it. It's kind of like a set it and forget it type of thing. So think like, think online um, courses and things like that where you can go and register for something and then you see a pre-recorded um, tape or like an audiobook or an ebook, things like that. That's all passive income, right? Because the people who, oh, I just paid for one recently when I got all of the Instagram guide. Um, it was a really amazing guide. It came with all of these like templates and stuff like that. Um, so I paid for it but the work was already done. So the people who actually sold it to me had to put it together one time. A million different people could buy it and they're making money, right? So they're not doing anything. They've already made the product. They just have to put it out there. People can go and download it. So that's like a passive income source. You don't have to really do anything to keep it up. So or I shouldn't say do anything because it still does require quite a bit of work, especially um, upfront to actually create the thing. Um, so yeah, I know that I just said that I want to focus on my business and I do, and that is my thing. That is what I want all of my kind of like roads to be pointing towards. But at the same time, I am going to this webinar tomorrow and I am interested in passive income. So I was thinking about different things that maybe I could possibly do. And even just to learn and see, even if it's not something that I can do right now, maybe it's something that I can do in the future. So having that knowledge, I feel like wouldn't be a bad thing. Um, and also in between the time that I'm, you know, spending waiting for my samples to be made, I can spend getting something up and running. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where things are at. So I am very focused on my business, but that's a little thing that's still, you know, in the side is this passive income thing. And I do have an idea for the passive income source. So I might end up, um, doing a little something something on the side um but for for the most part i am decided on the pants i am moving forwards towards them so yeah and sorry my voice is a little bit hoarse i have no idea why like i have not been yelling or smoking or anything so i don't know why my voice is so hoarse right now um yeah <laughs> i feel like I feel like there's still a lot more to say, but I am thinking about changing the frequency of the podcast and just making it um, a weekly podcast again. Um, I think part of the reason why I stopped doing it weekly was because I felt like, oh, I'm taking time away from moving forward with my business by doing the podcast, but I don't think that's the case. I think that me having the chance to kind of just 
get all of these thoughts out there has been really helpful for me and it doesn't take away from the time I spent on the business at all anyways. Um, I think I just get in my head a lot about editing and oh it's not perfect or oh that's stupid or why do I sound like that so then it just makes it difficult for me to actually put it out there um so I think that's more what the issue was um but you know because I want to force myself out of that you know bubble of perfectionism whatever it is that you want to call it um, because I want to stop doing that, maybe it would be a good exercise for me to just commit to doing it weekly. And, you know, I put out what I put out and it is what it is. Right. So I think I'm going to do that. And maybe this is just me spitballing here, but maybe during like the fall season, like fall, winter, um, spring, I can go back to weekly podcasting and then in the summer I can do every other week. Um, That kind of, I feel like that, that feels good to me. That feels good to me. So I'm going to play around with it a little bit, maybe shorter episodes and just doing them weekly. But yeah, stay tuned because I've been thinking about that a lot, but then I always just say, oh no, no, I think this is good. But I do want to push myself to do it. So we'll see what comes about if you see me next week you'll know that I've decided to go with it (laughs) so I really wanted to have a jelly segment this week um, of someone that I'm jealous of and just to go into detail on who she is why I'm jealous of her and all of that good stuff and I was thinking about um, choosing Candace. I am sure I've used her before because I have been jealous of her many times in the past. Um, but yeah, this past week in talking to her and talking to all the other entrepreneurs, I don't think it was really jealousy that I felt necessarily. It was more just like, okay, I need to get my shit together so I can at least be on my way to doing what they're doing. Like, And it was more in the doing and less in the getting. Like, I just want to be doing that. I don't necessarily need to have, you know, a million dollars in sales or anything like that. I just want to be owning a business and like making decisions and, you know, having employees. Like, yeah, when they were talking about that, I was just like, that would be so amazing to actually have an employee that like my business is supporting someone. I just feel like that would be so amazing, you know? So I don't think this week I'm going to have a jelly segment. Um, I know that the jealousy is there and I'm sure it's going to come back. But just right now, I don't want to put something out there that I'm not truly feeling. Um, Also, um. I haven't been on Instagram. So I haven't been on Instagram for like the last, I don't know, maybe two weeks or three weeks. Um, So definitely a social media fail this month. I had a huge plan for September. September is my birthday month. I'm like, I'm going to be trying all these new things and doing stuff for me for my birthday and to like get out of my shell and blah, blah, blah. And then I ended up doing like nothing. So yeah. We'll see how October goes, but I'm hoping that I'm going to find a way to be more me on social media and hopefully, you know, 
that will help me connect with people. But at the same time, it is where I feel a lot of jealousy. So I'm not sure how active I want to be there. I don't know. We'll see. But I do feel like that's part of the reason why I haven't had um, a huge, you know, onslaught of jealous feelings this past uh, couple weeks is just because I haven't been on Instagram. Haven't been on Instagram. And I think because of that, I haven't really had to deal with those you know, perfect lives, perfect faces, perfect bodies. So I haven't been jealous. (laughs) I've just been living a regular life, seeing regular people and, you know, all of us kind of in the struggle together. So I don't know, no jelly segment this week. Sorry. We'll see what happens next week and pray for me that I will get back on social media. Uh, I don't know if I will, but I feel like I should. And I'm going to I'm going to figure some stuff out. I'm going to put some stuff down on paper, put it in writing and then yeah, have some sort of like plan of attack. <sighs> okay, I think that's it. I think this is the last deep sigh. Um thank you so much for listening and putting up with all of my fucking like back and forth and just not sure what I'm saying or who I am or all of it. Thank you. And I will be back next week with another episode, with a business update, um, purpose update. Yeah, all of it. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening. 